Okay. Um, I understand that this subject matter can be triggering. So if there are any questions that you would like to skip or any points where you would like to take a break, feel free to do so. The date is Monday, April, Monday, April 13th, 2020. Uh, can you state your name and year of entry into Goucher College for the record? Yeah, the year you entered the college. Oh, um, 2016. Okay. Fall 2016. Okay. Where do you come from? Um, this is just for background information. Like, what is your background and what was your life like before attending Goucher? Not specifically. Anything like you feel is um pertinent to your experience works. Um, uh, I suppose something that factors into it um is what does uh, what did attending college or what does attending college mean to you in general? Like, were you excited by the opportunity, and did your family expect you to pursue a, a degree? motivated you to attend Goucher in particular? Um, I think the admitted students day was really what it was and when I went I was um, I was part of the uh, EOP or what is now um, Maryland Scholars so when I um, went I was just around other EOP people and they were all they were all black so it was pretty good because I just that's all I saw I got here and when I um, went there they introduced me to like their friends so it was just more more black people so for me it, it wasn't even like I didn't really even see that that many uh, I didn't see anything I wasn't used to at least when I visited Goucher so it, it just felt kind of comfortable um, but you know that's just being there overnight story so but the 
pretty much what attracted me to Delta um, and the tuition and not the tuition but the financial aid. Mm. Um, financial aid was a one hit wonder. So, so how would you describe your levels of awareness regarding Goucher's diversity? Like now or when I entered? When you entered or when you were considering the school? Well, I, I based it off of what I saw when I visited. Um, so when I went, when I took the tour with the Ministerial Day, um, like all the, like the people that were around me like the other first sheet like incoming students that were taking the tour um yeah so like i guess i noticed that it wasn't as diverse as it's said online but for what i but i wasn't you know i wasn't around other people the whole time i was just around the whole time I was there. Um, so that made it a bit comfortable. And some of the first friends I made before I even got to Goucher that were going to Goucher were students of color. So it was like, yeah. I, I, I didn't, it didn't like hit me that it was like, oh my God, this school's really white. Because I just didn't really experience that when I visited. So that kind of blindsided me, I guess. Mm. Okay. Did you believe, despite the fact that Goucher is a predominantly white institution, that she would still have a voice as a person of color and that your issues would be addressed by the administration? This was like, is coming in? Yeah, going, yeah, going into the college. I mean, no, I like, I really wasn't thinking that my, um, like I wasn't thinking going in that I would even be asked or be a part of a, a movement. I didn't I didn't really hear, you know, a lot of the what was go, like what was wrong with Goucher during that. It was just a lot of like, yeah, this place can be crazy at times. But like as long as you have good people it's good. So Coming in, I didn't really think that, you know, my voice wouldn't be heard. I didn't really, it didn't really, I wasn't going, like, I didn't have experience from other people. Like, my my older sister went to University of Maryland College Park, huge ass school. Um, like, no one has a voice there. So she, she's not, like, it's not even being compared to Dutcher. So I didn't really have, like, experience from anyone to be able to say that um, like college might be tough because you might want this but they're not gonna give you you know what I mean mm-hmm. so so yeah I didn't really know I didn't really think about that it was just it was just something that I really started thinking about my first semester when I got there because you know it wasn't something I came in even realizing because it was college. okay did your feelings about that like change in your time, like in your experiences throughout your time on campus? Oh, yeah, yeah, very hard. Very, very quickly and very hard. Um, I 
faster, like quickly. I just, I was like, oh shit, what did I just sign up for? Type thing. Um, it was like a, it was like one of those like you you um how do I how do I explain? It's like you're in a roller coaster that hasn't started yet, but when it first starts. You're already thinking, crap, what the hell am I doing? Um, yeah, that first semester was pretty rough, I think. Just, like, trying to figure out, like, my identity and who I was. Mm-hmm. And then people, other people around me. I had, like, senior friends, and I had junior friends, and most of my friends sophomores my first year um and and then like I started making so my sophomore year I had a lot of senior and junior friends and then I just pretty much always had friends that were in that were upperclassmen and that were also like activists and like shit in Gaucher and outside of Gaucher. Uh, so that's like they were the ones who kind of actually got my brain pumping. And it's like I've done stuff like that before, before college, but I've never really done the work. It's always just been like supporting a group here, doing this, being part of this movement here, but it's never been like, all right, let's get together and actually do this thing. I've never been a part of that organizing. I've always just been part of the, what the organizing needs to. Um, so, so I feel like I, I never really, uh, it was kind of one of those, like a huge slap in the face. Mm-hmm. I, I got to out there and realized, like even at a institution that you're paying for, there's still inequity. Okay. So, to be clear, there were points throughout your time as a student here where you felt that you had to make your own, like, create your own spaces and your own path with less help from administration? All the time. Yeah, all the time. I feel like, I feel like that's just what it is for a lot of, lot of students. And, and, I, and uh, you can't really say that well, we didn't have the resources. Uh, you can't say that because we did. It's just where the resources were being utilized and where they were being prioritized was a problem. Um, students wanted this, but they didn't want what students wanted. Uh, so, you know, there was always going to be a battle. Uh, they were more focused on future revenue and future students. That's about that my entire four years here, especially my first two years. Um, all I kept hearing about and seeing was construction and focusing on people coming into Goucher in like the next five years and it was never about students that were currently there like I like it was always just kind of like you know we're growing we're growing we're growing but it's never like acknowledging the students who are actually there and I think like my first two years it pissed me off so much and I think it kind of made me like motivated me in a sense to, to start the organizing and mm-hmm. to continue the work that 
students who graduated were doing. Um, it's just that not being acknowledged, um, especially if you're paying someone. You know, that's kind of the part that really messed me up. And when I talked to it with a lot of people, and you know, it's a common problem. It's like you're paying an institution to further your education, and that doesn't only mean academics. But why is it? Why is it only? You know, why is it not being applied outside of academics? Like we want to see more people who look like us because we're paying. We want to see more uh, people who understand. You know, where we're coming from. We want to see just in general a greater scope of depth when it comes to uh, inequities and when it comes to people from those communities versus just like, like, yeah, we're just going to keep bringing in people who can afford this place. It's like we have enough, we get enough, um, like, scholarships for, for us not to have to do that. Um, and I feel like the more students of color that we get, the more support that the state provides and the more support that other institutions provide. So it, it just always, always messes me up that it's always just about, you know, our future students and where we're going. But sometimes it's like, like, you know, students here right now also want these things now, not in five years when we're not here. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, there's a last question for this section. Would you say Goucher's community actively motivates you to more adamantly pursue your personal endeavors? Goucher's community, could you could you repeat that? Um, would you say Goucher's community actively motivates you to um more adamantly pursue your personal endeavors? push 
Okay. All right. Um, I'm moving on to the next section, which just focuses on the event itself. The morning of November 14th, 2018, the student population received an email from Vice President and the Dean of Students, Brian Coger, informing them of anti-black graffiti on Hubeck Jeffrey's first floor. Do you remember how you felt and maybe where you were when you learned this news? Yeah, this shit was crazy. So I, I wasn't even on campus, and that's that's what blew me. Like, I wasn't on campus. I was um, getting ready for my ready abroad stuff, so I went off campus to go do all the um, like testing and um, all the like shots and stuff. So I'm off campus, and uh, someone sends me a screenshot of of. Uh, like the graffiti, I'm like, oh, what the hell is this? And then like the people I'm in the car with are like talking about it. And then someone calls me and I'm like, I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> like I just left, you know, it's like, you really never know what could happen when you leave somewhere. And then I get the call and someone's like, have you seen this? Have you, and then like, it's like in their voice it's this like they're scared but they're also very angry um and it's this combination of just like what the fuck with how could someone do that but it wasn't like how could someone do that it's like how could someone do that at Goucher it was more motivated at like how is it possible that that could happen that's like a bold thing. It's a bold thing happening. And I um, was coming back on campus and I'm getting all these calls and all these messages. And, and then, um, like, I, at that point, I was the president um, of Mojo. So I'm, you know, texting the group chat. I'm like, all right, what, what, what's the first thing we should do? Um, and everyone's throwing out ideas and, and then we come up like we're like alright we're just we're going to put together a black town hall and how are, we're just going to have it be how are people feeling what do people want to talk about just open it up and um, we realized that Cree also put one out but theirs was in the middle of the day some people were in classes and when some people like it just wasn't as accessible so we decided to have ours at night because we knew like more people would be able to come and also we wouldn't be able to do it at night so we made sure to ask people if they went to the one at Cree just to gauge if people needed that support and obviously so it was yeah it was it was wild but for me I wasn't expecting anything like that it really kind of just like knocked me upside my head I I was shocked um it was like had incidents of graffiti 
people writing things, but nothing with names, nothing with door numbers, nothing with like certain words, you know. And it was one of those moments where you just kind of realized like where you are, and you should have just assumed that you're in this great little bubble. And I think it woke a lot of people up because people truly were just kind of like feeling this sense of protection and safety. And, you know, it's like that's good to feel. Like, that's a good thing to feel, but it is the real world. And I think for that one, for that one year, I think everyone was feeling that sense of like, oh shit, like, this could happen in Goucher, this could happen anywhere, this could be, and I think it woke a lot of people up, and people wanted to do more. I wish they kept doing more, but, you know, they kept doing it until their energy went out. Um, but, yeah, I was um, off campus, coming back, and I got a bunch of phone calls. Did you feel unsafe or targeted? I think this is where I disagree with a lot of people. Personally, I didn't feel unsafe. And personally, I didn't feel... Okay, no, let me express that. Because I... A sense of me felt not safe, but it's a sense of me that I've always felt. It wasn't... For me, it wasn't me. It wasn't like I was walking around Goucher and was feeling safe. I don't walk around anywhere feeling safe. Um, for me, I didn't feel this like really where I disagree with people. I didn't feel targeted because I truly was not targeted. Like I wasn't one of the people whose names, whose door numbers were on the graffiti. What I felt was that my community was being targeted whether it was me specifically or not me. It was the use the use the use of the N word targeting my community and that is where that is the part that I drew the line. I think using the whether they use the N word or not, there were still um, black people who were targeted and it would have still kind of hit people not as much I don't think but it would still hit people in like a state of shock Mm -hmm. so I personally didn't feel targeted but I like felt it in the community and some people while their names weren't on there or their room numbers they they felt targeted um and I think that's that it's the sense of community where it's like if one of you gets targeted there's a level there's an extent where you all are um personally i didn't 
taper. Okay. What, if you can recall, was the response from administration in the general student body? Do you believe that it was adequate, those responses? Oh. So, it's that black guys, female, um, was the ghettoest thing that I have ever seen in my life. Um, not living together. Um, I don't know how long it took them to work on that email or how long if they felt like they were working on it or how satisfied they felt when they sent that email out. But the truth of the matter is they weren't saying something people didn't know. It felt like they were trying to repeat things that people already know and have seen, and it didn't help. Um, the The main problem that I had was that um, that the statue didn't make anyone feel safer in the email. It was just acknowledging what happened and. It was just like, all right, like we got news that this happened and we're on it. Like the state, um, like the Maryland, the Baltimore County police officers are on it, and you know we're working with them to make sure that we find the person who does this. And, and like, it's like, yeah, like we know, we don't, we know someone's gonna have to. Obviously, the police are going to be called. That's not the problem. The problem is, how do we, as an institution, battle something greater than just a threat? It's an ideology. Like, how do we continue to do that? And that, and I think something that in the first email sent that was more of an acknowledgement of what happened and a sense of safety within the community and a sense of we get it and we are going to strive to do better as a community together um, versus like this happened and we're looking for who it is. And it's like, like yeah, like you're gonna have to look for who it is. You never found who, who it is in the past, so we're not really sure that you're gonna find who it is now. But do you realize this is a common common problem and now it's gotten to this key point and you're still saying the same exact things it was like it was like they probably are sitting in a room feeling really good that they did something I truly don't know but it, it pissed me off <laughs> I felt like it was better not saying anything like and for me, what what was uh, also worrying was like some like I and this is also where where I disagreed with people was um, the the need for like like at least three different town halls. I think town halls. 
initial second that something happens because then one, everyone's in the same place, probably not feeling safe. We're all just essentially talking with our emotions and nothing's probably gonna get done. Someone's gonna lose worse than they did. Um, and, and that's honestly how I feel about the truth of the matter. Um, but some people are just so adamant about having a talk. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess if that's what people want. But the admin also felt like it was too early. And we tried to have one later on. And when we tried to have one, there were a bunch of other people trying to do similar things within their own like bubbles and it was so hard to like coordinate and I was like y'all stop making this about you like everyone's making this about them and feeling like this is their personal problem and like they're personally unsafe but at the end of the day this is something that happened at Goucher to a specific number of students all right those students those students are the truly the only students who can say they feel unsafe everyone else saying they feel unsafe is it's valid but it's taking away from the students who actually room numbers and names were on both graffiti so so for me it was it was always this toxic like what's the what should we do next because someone's gonna feel good about it but someone's gonna feel like they're wasting their time um but yeah i think that that email made it so much worse what like what do you do next after someone writes something that clearly is like a reusable insert name here you know um but yeah I just didn't, you know, I didn't think their response the first time was, it was, it was just not thoughtful. And I think the problem was, it's very, I, I, don't, I don't even know what the word is, you're a comic, I don't know, it just, it's like, it's, they just know what to do, they do what they, they do what they do all the time um, same so yeah it was a dumb email mm. but but yeah it's, it's uh, my two cents was this the first hate crime that you were on campus to witness if not can you describe what the first one you experienced was even if it wasn't directly targeting the black community yeah that was like I was like the fifth one, I think. <laughs> that was not the first one. Um, the first one was targeting. Um, it was my first semester, and it was targeting. Or was it my second? I can't actually remember because all I remember was it was so it was targeting the LGBTQIA community, and at that time, I don't think Talk Big was as I don't think Talk Big was that like 
they they were slowly um like not operating as much as they they did the year before we came in um so so i remember there being like an uproar of students being like so At that time, though, I didn't know, I didn't feel what people were feeling. One, because, you know, I wasn't a part of the community that was affected. And I also, like, me thinking that's the, like, the email, the, that's the first time I got that email that they sent. So me thinking, oh, like, they know and they're looking for the person. Me thinking, okay, great, like, someone's saying something. First time I really got an email like that from them. And then, um, it really wasn't even that far afterwards. It was probably like a couple months. Someone, it was, I think it was also targeting the LGBT. And I think it was someone wrote, um, it was like, it was one of those religious people who wrote um, like something that was just very, like very out of pocket um, on one of the. I want to say I think it was a topic posted, but I can't remember what flyer it was for. It was a flyer for something that had to do with um, something that had to do. What point did you become aware of the blackout protest that was being organized for that following Friday, November 16th? And how did you feel about it? What, are you asking me when I realized the protest was being organized? Yeah, or what was your role in organizing it, if you had a more direct role? Yeah. 
also like people who went on ones that were um, like running shit. Like Jasmine was doing shit for free. Um, Daniela was helping her. Um, and uh, Skylar was also helping. Um, James was like in and out, but he was like. I was essentially the Sunny and I. I feel like we're the point people. Like we were the ones who were in charge most of the time, and we were the ones who were doing, like, putting together the meetings and getting the the like town halls and shit like that. Um, but for the town halls. I was the one in charge. So, like, I knew that it was happening as it started happening. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I would say I played a direct role in that. Uh, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know if you want me to be more specific. Um, I would ask, I think what were your feelings about it when the idea was introduced? Were you warm? Were you cold? Were you excited? Um, I was pretty neutral as I am about most things. I feel like, uh, I think for me, talking to the crowd and like seeing what people wanted to do and like the first thing that people wanted to, wanting to do was that made me feel like shit, like, I didn't even know people at Gouch were this many people come together and agree on this one thing. It was very, like, I, it, it, I think I cried a little bit inside because it was just so, so touching. I was like, dang. Wow. Um, but, yeah, it was, uh, I think it was important one of those things where I was just like this has to be done and like I don't think anyone's gonna try to stop us I don't think anyone's gonna try to say hey like you can't do that on school ground like I truly swear like in the moment thinking oh everyone was thinking about like you know like pub safe tries to stop us when admin comes and tries to stop us and I'm thinking why why would it And I'm thinking, if we were at a bigger school, if we did this, hell, yeah, the pub safe would fly and try to stop us. But we are truly not at an institution like that. We could run, we could hold a demonstration, and pub safe would be on our side. And that's truly how I felt. And I think, for me, it was more about people getting together and actually showing how they felt um, and like acknowledging the shit that was going on on a deeper level and not just sitting around waiting for someone to tell everyone how they felt. It was like that was getting nowhere. All those emails back and forth were getting nowhere. It was like time to do something and someone had the idea of doing something. I think James 
You would have been a junior, yes? Uh, this was last year? Yeah, it oh. was fall 2018. Okay, you have it then. I don't even know how to do it. 
Okay, you've described some of the um, events that were going down throughout the event, like the testimonies and the dancing. Aside from that, could you describe some of the other activities that people did in order to um, make the event live and how you, like, what was your emotions? Like, was there rage or was there anger or was there kind of also joy going on in the background? You said you felt like a kind of overjoyed at the idea that so many people would come together would you mind going into a bit more detail about what was going on and how you felt about it? Yeah, I mean, I the whole time I was, I was just, just like I was just happy. I was like inside. I was definitely crying. Like I was like, I was like, like this is powerful. Like this happens very easily. Very, like this happens very few times in you know a matter of a decade that you can see people get together it can mean so much to, to you and mean so much to the community um, and I was just I, I felt just so you know inside I felt so you know happy and just at the same time, overwhelmed, I was stressed. There's <laughs> a lot of hard work that came together throughout the whole day. You know, you don't usually plan a whole day of, of movement, um, especially when it happens so successfully. You don't, you don't expect people to keep the energy. That's, I think that was what, for me, being part of like, the people who put this shit together,
were so many emotions coming from the comic book at the time, but I felt like it was just like the fact that, it, that they were able to be sustained is what made like I was just so happy. On the outside, what most people saw was my frustration because that is what I showed people for for the movement. I showed people my frustration. Um, I was very, very frustrated at the response, obviously, that I gave. But I was more frustrated at the fact that this happens too often at Gumtree. Um, So that's what I showed people, my frustration. And, um, you know, when we were doing those fun things, you know, I smiled because I, you know, I was happy. It was like those times. There were times to be happy. There were times to be sad. There were times to be frustrated. And there were times to get serious. And I think the fact that we unintentionally displayed all those different emotions is what, you know, what was so great about it. Um, what was so Um, two more questions for this section. How do you feel about the event's execution? Did you feel that was that there was anything that might have been improved or it could have done better if we were to do, if something like this were to happen again? We definitely got a lot of feedback and I think it was good that we asked people what they were their thoughts were. I think a lot of people felt like it was putting ourselves in 
we were putting ourselves in more danger by getting together as a group. Um, and a lot of people felt more unsafe about the idea of being together and doing this than actually, you know, showing our solidarity. Um, I disagreed, but, you know, those people were around, but they didn't really, you know, they weren't part of the bigger thing. Um, so I feel like a way to combat that would have been nice, but we did because Pub said the entire time was there. They were literally around the whole thing. They didn't want to say, y'all gotta stop. They were just standing around because I know for a fact that Sergeant Justice, when she first stepped in there, said, because she told me, she said, like, we know that y'all are doing this. We're gonna make sure to the, we're gonna make sure that y'all feel as comfortable as you can while you're doing this. Um, and I think that was that for me was just like like it opened what I kind of already knew it was like no one is going to stop us from doing this because there is no real reason for them to do like this isn't one of those institutions um and yeah I uh I think that was the main thing some people feeling more unsafe but I think one thing that I also would have wanted to see a bit more of what I was having, you know, staff, faculty, and other people involved, um, and like we stood, we stood somewhere where the admin had to come to us, which made it more powerful, and they did. But it would have been nice to actually make like go to them and make them come out and see um, but we just all didn't agree on that um, so yeah I think I think including more faculty and staff would have been more powerful but we didn't have enough time to do that so but they were around which was really good like they they were around like we, we all told our professors and some of them came through so that was cool so yeah, and and also the part the part of blackout where we asked people to wear the RBG flag, I think that, and then everyone else wore all black. Um, I think that that I didn't expect that to actually like get so far or resonate. And I saw like a bunch of people I didn't even think had black friends, you know, wearing all black, <laughs> and it was like for me one of those things where I was like. Oh, like I walk, I walk down Vancouver Hall, and like, and like that one, that one white kid, that's like not wearing all black, you know, surrounded by a like sea of people wearing black, you know, and it was just like, and for me, that's where I was like, oh my god, there's so many people wearing black, it's just fucking crazy, you know, it was like I didn't think that many people were actually like stand in solidarity. Um, which was really cool. So I think like I think that that idea for me, if there was a way to grow that or like have a way for people to be able to stand and you know solidarity more, or just have you know more people be able to be a part of it. However that looks like, I'm not even sure how that would look like. But 
still think it was pretty good. Um, but definitely more surprising to me. Okay, and the last question for this section is, if you had to summarize the goal of the blackout protest, what would you say it was? Yeah, this one took a while. <laughs> Goals are always hard. Yeah, but um, I think for my goals and you know the goals of the blackout was to show the community that this is a serious issue that black students want to be acknowledged. Um, the goal for the blackout was to have support all over campus from everybody for the black community, for the students that were targeted, and it not just be one thing that people look at and forget the next week or after a break. Because right before fall break, um, or Thanksgiving break. So, yeah, that was my main goal was it to be not one thing that people thought about once I never thought about again. Um, or one thing that was just like, got Jewish admins working on it. We don't have to think about it. Like, we as a community need to get together and actually continue to uphold the values that we said we want to uphold. So, section over now this um this is the last section of questions and is more so focused on the aftermath of the blackouts um on november 30th 2018 it was announced by the baltimore sun that finn arthur a biracial student was the culprit of the hate crimes how did you feel learning that arthur was biracial did it feel you change your feelings on the hate crimes themselves Especially because he was there. I mean, he didn't like, he wasn't part of it. He was just standing around for one sec. Um, I truly don't care that he's biracial. If the guy was just black, I also would not have cared. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't his race that everyone was scared of. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, his, his physical appearance. It was his ideologies. It was the fact that the guy wrote all the things he wrote and didn't think twice about it. Twice. He did it twice. So I, I truly did not care that he was biracial. Um, I was talking to, I mean, I had this conversation way more, way more times than I can count. But at the end of the day, um, he had his own issues to work and just like everyone does, you know, not all black people like black people, you know, he was biracial. He, I think, lived with his mom, who was white. 
invalidated. It doesn't make it weird. It doesn't make it like not possible. It's like, oh, like, yeah, we know black people can't be racist. But at that point, black people is not black people. Like, did that. I don't care what anyone says. It's just not black people did that. Um, and, and what, what made it more frustrating just mostly frustrated. <laughs> I wasn't even like, I wasn't mad. I was just frustrated because everyone was blowing it out of proportion. It's wasn't a host. Not to, to say it was a host. Like the dude was bi, was biracial. He wasn't just black. Um, and yeah, it was frustrating. But I truly, I truly don't care. Like I didn't care that he was biracial. I think for me it was more about what he did. And him knowing his options and and continue to do that, it would have been nice to know why. It would have been great to know what the motivation behind his actions were. Um, but those are just not provided. And if I don't know why, there's no, you know, it, it lingers in my head, yeah, but it doesn't make me feel for the person. It doesn't make me sympathize. There was no reason to sympathize. Um, at the end of the day, he did what he did. And him being biracial doesn't change what he did. And I think for some people, they thought, oh, this black guy did it? I was like, no, the fuck? He was biracial. He was just black. And also, if you saw the guy, you wouldn't even think he was biracial. Like, you wouldn't think that. So at the end of the day, your, pre- your prejudice is as great as his because he's, like, standing here doing all this racist shit and y'all are basically saying it doesn't matter because the guy's not black. I'm like, no, that's not how that works. It's just not how that works. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a very complicated system. And... Unfortunately, racist ideologies aren't, you know, only for white people. But that's complicated. But yeah. Okay. Okay. You started bleeding, then you started taking taking note of one of the topics I wanted to bring up later. Because um, I noted in my own research that as of today, if you type Goucher Hate Crime 2018 to Google News, there are at least three articles which attribute the hate crime itself to being a hoax. So I suppose I would ask, what do you think the news outlets were trying to accomplish in doing so? But it seems that you've touched upon it substantially, just trying to nullify our experience and yeah. continue to feed into this black people want to be angry narrative. I was like, we didn't spend eight hours because we wanted to be angry. We spent eight hours because we wanted to be acknowledged. Like, like that was the most fucked up thing I've ever read. I've read a lot of fucking shit. I was like, that's freaking wild. Like, how are you going to stand here and say, Racial as 
Um, a year and a half later, what actions have you seen the administration undertake to better address the needs of black students? feel that the diversity trainings that the institution implements are adequate to foster a more inclusive community? The diversity training? Yeah, like the surveys that they hold online or even maybe some of the subject matter that we bring up during first year mentor, first year experience meetings? I mean, as a first year mentor, I can say that having equity and identity those three classes um, I can say for a fact that that has done a lot of great work for Gautier's community um, I don't think that it's enough but I think it's really a good place to start the surveys kiss my ass. I still don't understand what why Like I don't, I don't understand why they, why they keep sending surveys. Like, no, I get, I get it. I truly 
understand what they are going to accomplish by now with all these surveys. It's like the same survey every year, and for some reason they still haven't found what they're looking for. It's like, I think some people truly don't even care. Some people care, but it's like they're not even, you know, it's not going anywhere. It's just, I don't think the surveys are worth worth it. They're not doing it. Yeah, I've been having a good relationship. Students, though, they've been working hard since that day. I'm sure admin doesn't forget, but admin's just been like, we have so much that's going on right now. Okay. Yeah. Um. Should anything like that happen again? Any hate crimes? It's to target your community. Do you think? Or any identity that you identify with, do you think that if you are in danger, your non-person of color friends would know what what to do, or how no. to support you? No, no, I'm a very hard person to support. I think I make it really hard for you to support. But um, no, no, no. Everyone says the same thing. It's like, oh. How are you feeling? It's like, it's like, uh, what? What do you mean? They're like, oh man, how are you feeling? If there's anything you need, let me know. Or, you know, like, it's it's the same thing that I, and I think part of that is me not truly opening up the shell that I am. But at the end of the day, I just don't think that it's an easy thing to help someone through. So, you know, some people have friends that can just do that. I have, I mean, I have some friends that obviously would be like on point. They know what to say. They would be like able to help me through it, distract me and stuff like that. But not my friends now. Oh, my friends that are not in the community. If there was another, if somehow this online semester someone does it again everyone would just be like fuck this I don't think it'd just be another shit show but no I don't think friends that are not of the same community know exactly how to help it's like but at the end of the day I get it like my friends that are part of the LGBTQIA community like when I when they're going through shit specific to their community, like it's very hard for me to think about to say because, like, part of me can't relate, but part of me that could think of specific words to say, it doesn't apply. So it's like one of those, like, if it, it's just harder when I'm not your community. So, but yeah, yeah, I think. I'm, I guess I don't know, but I would say no. Hmm. Okay, I think this is the last question. What are some things that, if you saw the administration genuinely pushing forth to make you feel recognized as a black student on campus, that you would like to see moving forward? Um, uh, 
know about the PCRE. Um, President's Council for Racial Fucking Activity. I would love someone to push that. I would love it if they, if not, if not even, let's say for the next year, they 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 don't expand Creed. They should at least at least provide more resources. They should at least give them more funding. Give them more something. If they want a gaucher that's actually more inclusive and a gaucher that's actually more equitable, there's an actual place on gaucher that works on that. So why do you keep giving people funding who aren't working on that to work on that? You know what I mean? Like, like that makes no sense. So, just I, I just, I just hope that they will give Cree more resources overall. If, if they don't expand it, my, obviously my first thing is expand Cree. But if they don't do that, because I doubt they will, um, this year. Or this coming year, they should at least just give Cree more money. Um, but yeah, it would, yeah, but also just Christian PCRE. It's just frustrating to j- just know that something was created for a doctor and um, it just did not work or it just didn't happen. Okay. Thank you for your um, time. Your input's been very valuable. One second.